throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Let's see. Okay. Sound works on YouTube. Are we getting any sound on um, Facebook yet? Let me know. Anyone here? And so I apologize. This was a, this is a new first out of the gate. Interesting uh, piece with these wireless earbuds and so forth. Um, yes. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. We're back. I know what I did wrong. <laughs> it's kind of funny because today is the last day of the shadow element of Mercury. And uh, so right par for course, um, the sound issue. And so, you know, and this plays into the greater message. It always does. It's always purposeful. Which element, which direction am I going? Am I listening? Do people hear me? <laughs> um, and about moving forward. And literally, as you can see, and this was something I was going to bring up, um, was just for all of the previous shows for the last 14 months, I have been on a wired set of earphones and recently um, received the uh, iPod earbuds. They're wireless, they're Bluetooth, they're wireless. And someone asked me, what's the difference? And, and immediately it hit me that I had gone from being, in essence, restricted, confined, enslaved and we've been talking about this to liberated free free movement um able to go where where i'm guided where i know to go um and so there was this really beautiful symbology about this that it was just liberating this ability to move so I'm going to start all over with the very top and just say, welcome everyone to Weekly Wisdom and Insights, your home for spiritually guided transformation and empowerment. I am your host, Dear James, and together with the Unseen, we are going to bring you current energies and see what's taking place. And I just want to come right immediately to the main energies because they are so powerful. And the theme of the show today. And it's really this elongating, we're going to see a pattern here where these, the, the continuity of the energies are continuing. It's a beautiful thread and they're also um, progressing. You know, they're progressing, they're, they're uh, multiplying, amplifying. You're going to see this. The theme of the show is advancing the presence of the unseen spirit, source, and symphony. And so with that, this advancing of the presence of the unseen, when you look at the numbers and the date today, 2-1-2023, we have the two, the receptive, the receptive force, the reflective. We have the one, the creative power to initiate. Combined, we have the three, difficult beginnings, persevere. We have the 2023, it's a seven, it's the army. It's like these legions, legions of angels, legions of the unseen. And with correct discipline, to move with correct discipline. And all of this culminates in the 10. And you're going to see how, and the 10, of course, becomes a one. But the 10 is very important, very powerful. And it's about treading, cautious advance. We began this year, 
2023, we with three planets retrograde, Mercury, Mars, and Uranus, all of which have gone um, forward. They are no longer retrograde. So we have this actionary. So we moved into this year kind of with a nice, a nice slide, you know, a little smooth slide. Now it's all about the energies ramping up and this advancing the presence of the unseen. And so we're going to see how externally and internally the advance of the presence of the unseen becomes more and more present, becomes more and more prevalent. Um, we're going to, and the faster you move with it, the faster you connect with it, the faster you're going to see it, receive it, experience it, be one with it. That's where this is all going. Um, and so let's talk about the, the current astrological influence as well. This Sunday, it's uh, February 5th, is the Leo full moon. So the moon is in Leo, the sun is in Aquarius, they're opposite each other, and then both of which are going to square Uranus. And Uranus, expect the unexpected. Leo, the pride, the sun, the pride of all. Uh, of the of the astrology of of the kingdom, you know, it's like Leo represents that creative force that we're going to talk about, the one, and so, and the moon in Aquarius, revealing the water bearer, revealing what. So it's fully illuminating. I'm sorry, the moon is in. Um, it's the reverse. The sun in Aquarius. So it's where we're going, and so here's the sun in Aquarius, the full moon in Leo. And it's illuminating that. It's going to bring this unknown, the future, the unseen, along with Leo, the pride, the sun, out, forward. And I want to, um, I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to share my screen here for a second. And you're going to see some other things. Um, let me see if I can just do this. There we go. And as we... So I want to, this is from Astrology King, and I'm bringing these all up because it all ties together, as you all know. So what we have here is we have the full moon in Leo on February 5th is square Uranus. So the meaning of the full moon, February 23rd, 2023, in astrology is using self-awareness, open-mindedness, and flexibility to adapt to unexpected changes. This is also going to be very, very, very important in our relationships. So love relationships, business, any type of relationships, business, um, friendship, and so forth. And because it's Leo, it's Aquarius, and it's Uranus. I mean, it's going to be, whoa. And so it talks about the fact that when we're looking at this, and it's also a T-square, it means that Uranus is at the base, at the root of a T, and the sun and the moon are the left and the right sides of the crossbar. And so what I want to get to here, and here's the image of the, the full moon chart on Sunday. Look at the red triangle. Look at the very strong. So red is, it's both challenge, right, and opportunity. And so what you want to be very mindful of in this upcoming weekend, and it's already happening, the energies are already playing out. It's bold. It's got Uranus, bold, Leo. It's the creative force. You've got a full moon. You've got the receptive force being on full display. You've got the Leo Aquarius access. And you've got it 
as a square, so that's a challenge aspect in astrology, square Uranus, expect the unexpected. And so be very mindful as we're moving in. Sun opposite moon brings your home, family, and intimate relationships into sharper focus for the following two weeks of this moon phase. So again, home, family, intimate relationships, and so forth. That's bringing this in. Then you can see Uranus, full moon square Uranus, creates highly charged electric energy that can manifest as unexpected and sudden change, excitement, and peculiar, peculiar events. So again, this doesn't mean just because Uranus is involved that it means that it's going to be something um, bad. It just means that it's charged electric energy and that it can be excitement. It can be really great, but it also means there's a lot of power, a lot of energy coming from the coming from the unseen, coming from the spirit source and symphony, the universe, and thereby it's to harness and utilize that energy constructively, consciously. Thereby, we are not negatively affecting our relationships and so forth. And we're really bringing in, you know, it, it's like reduce the drama, be conscientious. The T-square, it's formed by the sun, the moon, and Uranus. The red aspects on the chart I just showed you are charged with dynamic energy you can use to work, act, and achieve your goals. And <clears throat> pardon me, energy is stored and bottled up in the opposition and discharged along both squares to the triangle's apex, Uranus. This is where achievement is directed. With no blue aspects, you cannot relax. With no green aspects, you act without thinking. So this is where just be really, really mindful, okay? Be mindful because, again, today's energy, the one, creative force. Here comes the sun, the full moon and the sun on Sunday, square Uranus, amplifying that creative force energy, and it all needs to go somewhere. So allow it to be positively discharged, positively moved. Um, so let's jump in here to the mantra, because the mantra is really beautiful. Nothing lacking, nothing left over. This is our mantra. And what this really truly means, and you're going to see it how it applies to the 10 and 1010. It's about we lack nothing. It is the magician card. It is the fool card because the knapsack of the, that the fool embarks with is all of the tools of the magician. So we lack nothing. We have everything in the present moment that we need. Then it's nothing left over. It means do not be wasteful. Be harmonic. Be balanced. So we lack nothing, but that doesn't mean that we abuse what we have. We don't go to remember last week that on the uh, Temple of Apollo at Delphi, where nothing to excess, nothing left over. So we don't waste. Remember, as the, as the Israelites were being led out of Egypt, the manna, they had just enough for the day. Whatever they didn't consume in that day turned green, like it, it, it molded, for lack of better words, phrasing, and it was gone. The only day that it didn't do that was on for, uh, for Saturday. So because of the fact that they had two days, it was the, it was the day of rest. So that mana did not spoil. 
it lasted two days. So there's just an importance here for all of us to be aware. We lack nothing, nothing, nothing lacking, nothing left over. Those are, those are big pieces about this because, again, as we advance, advancing the presence of the unseen, it's all about knowing that we have everything and utilizing. Um, they're, they're reminding me of uh, Nikola Tesla. There was this beautiful piece about precipitating in the fourth dimension, meaning he would go into, he never created anything. He never wasted anything. He didn't make real life demos, if you will, in the 3D. He constantly created his designs in his mind in the fourth D. He constantly kept them being created, being fine-tuned. And then when he actually brought it to delivery, if you will, brought it to the 3D, it, was, it worked. It was perfection. So there was no lack. There was no, nothing left over. There was no waste. And so you can see these, these elements combining here, or they're bringing them to us. Um, so let's move into, and let me know how this is resonating, these energies, because it's the one energy. And the one energy, again, we know what we know, right? I'm bringing it back up. We know what we know until we know. Full moon, full moons are always highly charged. You see a lot of crazy with full moons. This is a Leo full moon. And it's also then square Uranus. A lot of high energy, a lot of opportunity to create the creative force. How do we best utilize the creative force? With two, the receptive force, listening, going as guided, leading and moving with our soul, not our ego. Leo, ego. It's about being receptive. And then it's about combining. It's the trinity, right? The three. It is that difficult at the beginning. Well, it might be difficult challenging, difficult, but it just means it's a great opportunity or it's an opportunity. How loud or small, you know, it's like it's up and down in terms of from the the finite to the infinite. It's how we're using this energy. And so we know what we know until we know. However, with that, as part of hexagram one, it says life shows its harmony when you discover your connection to what unfolds. This is absolutely all about going with the flow of the energy, going with the flow, knowing I am with the flow of my soul source connection, my soul GPS, not my ego mind personality. And when I'm triggered, if I'm triggered, to be very mindful, bring it down, slow it down. There's that mercury, you know, that kind of like mercury retrograde. It's always slow down, gear down. Slow down, gear down, take a deep breath, step away, walk away, if it's something that's negatively charged, because you need not engage it. You can, you can engage it by pivoting away from it. So this is where, and one last thing before we jump into hexagram one, because it's fascinating how all of this is tying together. Remember we had this, one twenty three twenty three. There's an auspiciousness that these double 23s are going to be playing out. Pluto, remember, Pluto's going it's for the first time since 1777. So there's our sevens. Since 1777, Pluto is going to ingress into Aquarius. And it's, it's 
huge. It's a changing. It's it's not been since the French and American revolutions, since the founding of the United States, this ideal. Well, the interesting thing about this is that occurs on 3-23-23. You're going to see big events, big um, shifts, changes, opportunities on when it's a 23-23. 12323 22323 32323 3223 you get the picture watch these double 23s each month of these 12 months that we're in watch watch the transformation the magic um the you just can't make this stuff up because you'll be able to in hindsight tie back to it and see and so part of the astrology is by the way tonight um, Northern Hemisphere for the most part. There's a comet. It's known as ZTF. It's going to look green in the sky. This comet has been approaching Earth for the last 50,000 years. It has not been this close to Earth since the Stone Age. So we have a comet coming with this beautiful, and it's like a turquoise color. It hasn't been approaching us since the Stone Age. We have Pluto ingressing into Aquarius. Hasn't happened in 246 years. All of these things and these 2323s, these doubles, and the auspiciousness of the 23, the 13. You're going to see these numbers, the sevens. So, yes, and, and this is perfect. And thank you because... She's, she posted, let me just, uh, for info, the word February comes from February, which means to purify. You're going to see. <laughs> ah, I love this. The first thing they said, I'm going to bring this up for everybody. Well, they said, so we have the main theme, advancing the presence of the unseen, spirit, source, and symphony. There's an awareness, two, one, seven, ten. We have the Trinity, the one, two, three, the Trinity. Yes, cleanse, purify. The first thing they said to me was purgatory, dot, 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 and the release of the unknown, and then purification, atonement. So here we are, February. Ian has just given us the that it comes from February, which means to purify and cleanse. Spot on, right on point. And let me just bring up the issue or the definition, if you will, of purgatory, because it's really quite fascinating. Purgatory is, according to the belief of most Christian denominations, an intermediate state after physical death for expiatory purification. The process of purgatory is the final purification of the elect, which is entirely different from the punishment of the damned. So from a religious aspect, Christian, Christian religious aspect, Purgatory is this intermediate place where we go, our soul goes, to be purified, cleansed. Here it is, the meaning of February. Here it is that they're talking about and the release of the unknown. And when I really honed in, listened on that, there was a beauty about the fact that we've yet to experience, what does it mean? Well, we experience it when, when we know we've done something, we've wronged someone. And we go in a tone. There is an energetic release, an energetic shift. There is a sense of feeling 
good about having atoned, having righted a wrong. So here they're saying purgatory and the release of the unknown. Purification atonement. On a greater advanced, you know, whole of the whole 8 billion people, what is it like to live in a world where the release of that negativity, in essence, the, the negativity is no longer there. It's no longer present. It's been purified, atoned for, released. In our, in our mind's eye, we can imagine a world of, we, we often say that, oh, a world of peace, living in peace, world peace. Well, it's the, and the release of the unknown. So also imagine for a moment, all of these souls having been in purgatory, meaning a place of being atoned, cleansed, purified. What happens when that release, so both the negativity of it goes away, but also the purity of it comes forward. Again, we can know that on a, on a microscopic, individual, personal level when we atone for something. What's it like on an on a, um, infinite macro level? And how does that affect our energy, our day-to-day? Ian's bringing in, I think that the key element to um, atonement is self-forgiveness. Admission, learning the lesson, and forgiveness. Exactly. Forgiveness is always an, in, an, an inside job. We are really truly forgiving ourselves for the act we did. We're, we're showing up, we're atoning for it. Yes, the person receiving the apology or the act of atonement receives something. However, the greatest the greatest unfoldment, the greatest act is internal. It is self-forgiveness. Because in that moment, we recognize, we're, we're reconciling that we did something that was out of alignment, that was a shadow aspect, an element of ourselves. And thus, to atone for that means that we're, we're healing ourselves. Yes, the other person receives or doesn't. It's up to them. That's up to them. Accept it, don't accept it. That's their whole and sovereign. That's up to them. So in essence, forgiveness isn't dependent on someone else. Forgiveness is an internal act. And so beautifully uh, stated, Ian. Um, They then moved us to, the second thing they said was, taking hyphen take the lead. And I I bring this image up again. because it's a powerful one. The hourglass on the left, this radiant starburst representing the Holy Spirit, you know, the unseen spirit, and the eagle, the closest to source, that, oh, that high overview of contemplation. And they said, take the lead, advance. Time waits for no one. So here we are, we're in this one energy, this creative force, expecting the unexpected with the Leo full moon, Aquarius, the sun in Aquarius, the full moon in Leo. What will it reveal? What is it of our future selves, of our higher selves, that awaits us? And that it's, and they're saying, take the lead, advance. So this is, and the one energy is creative force. It is initiatory. And so 
and the fact that time waits for no one. So no analysis paralysis, no you know, fear, anxiety, trepidation. Simply listen to what your soul knows, what, the, what your soul is guiding you to do, and then take the steps, take the necessary steps, take the lead, because time waits for no one. It's like you don't want to do the shoulda, woulda, couldas and miss the bus. You don't want to miss the opportunity. You don't want to be late to the party. They've been saying that to us for a very long time. Don't be late to the party. So this is all about going as guided, knowing where, and we may not know. Again, you may not know. You may not be able to see down and around the corner, right? You may not know exactly where this is going to lead, exactly how it's going to play out. You may not have all the knowing, but that's okay. Your soul does. All you have to do is trust yourself. It's like the self-forgiveness. Trust your soul. Trust yourself. Soul-self connection. And that will lead you to the next elevation. Because again, remember, it's this beauty. I'm bringing this up on the screen. The journey begins anew. This whole 2023 and, and ongoing. 2022 was the prep. It was the completion, the finalization, and the launch, the handoff. And that is where the journey begins anew. Let me know. Um, Kim is just indicating that she lost sound on Facebook. Just let me know if anybody else on Facebook can hear me or not. Um, nothing has changed on my end, so um, I'm hoping that it's just a momentary glitch. Um, so look at this and, and realize innocence, the fool. I mean, childhood innocence on the left, the fool on the right, they are one and the same. It requires us to have that inner knowing, that inner innocence, that inner ingenue, you know, that inner, I can accomplish anything, nothing lacking. I have everything I need to embark on what my soul is asking me to do. And with that childhood innocence, look at the burst, the ray, the sun bursting through, and that it's verdant. It's open and green and verdant. There's nourishment. There's sun and water and earth and all of the elements. You have everything you need. We just need to believe it's so. We just need to take the lead and advance. Because the time is now. That's what they're really saying. It's time. It's finally time. It's time. And here we have this, we have like three plus months. It's not until the end of April where we have this open window to really advance ourselves, move ourselves forward. So don't sit idle. Don't sit idly by. At the same time, be mindful with this weekend, be mindful that it is action-packed energy. So listen with your soul, not your ego. Don't be rash. Don't be, you know, bombastic, this type of thing. Be, be very conscientious, be mindful, and yet just face whatever it is and take, take the lead. Take the necessary steps to move your soul self forward. Because 
they're saying to me, there's going to be so many opportunities, so many unknowns coming to us. And there's a difference between coming at us (laughs) and coming to us. Coming at us means that, you know, life is driving us. We're not, we're not in sync with life. It's happening, quote unquote, to us. It's not. It's happening for us. But it's going to feel like, oh, this is happening to me if I'm not in the driver's seat, if I am not flowing with the energies, with the time, the moment of time, this time. So when we flow with it, it's going to be masterful. This is the third thing they said. Masterful integration, colon, how the unseen, in quotes, comes to life internally, externally. Masterful integration. So we've got purgatory because I want to, before we move to the hexagram one and see how this all ties together, purgatory and the release of the unknown, purification atonement. So anything you can do, they're they're just reminding me, if there's someone you need to apologize to or you can do it quietly, internally, you can do it before them. But it's already, it's almost like it's already done. So just internally atone. Internally send out that, that beautiful, I'm sorry that I did this. And I'm sending you that love and that atonement um, energetically across the unseen. I'm going to then release it. Atone. That's a beautiful saying that the universe gave me a long time ago. Own, atone, release. Own it, atone for it, release it. Because it's the purgatory aspect is done. We're moving beyond. We're, it's going to be the release of the unknown. Then taking hyphen take the lead. Advance. Time waits for no one. Now is the moment. Now is the time. And then third, masterful integration. How the unseen comes to life. How we're going to literally see it, feel it, witness it, experience it internally and externally. And there was this, and I'm going to go to the fourth one for And then the final thing is number four, they said, literally what we just went through, the reason I did that, one, two, and three, is because four is the basis of slash for all. Like this is the basis of everything. The release, own a tone release. Take the lead. It's now an advance. Time waits for no one. And masterful integration. The masterful integration of, as Brigitte is saying, let go of all the old BS and just be. Exactly. It's about letting go of the old. It's about atoning and releasing it. It is about taking the lead. Now is the moment. Going as guided. Soul self. Because it's the basis of all. And what they're saying is going forward, this is the way it works. This is, it's the way it's always worked, but this is, this is the basis of and for all. Here it is. Here's your one, two, three, four. I will put these in the comment thread after that you can literally see it's as simple as step one, two, three, four. Really steps one, two, three, basis, foundation, four. There it is. Because in essence, what they're saying is, and they they put this in bold letters, they're saying to us, come to life. 
So come to life like the light bulb comes on, the light radiates out, a whole new way of being. And it's also like come to life. Come to life. Come to the party. Come to the come to the the, the party of life. <laughs> come to life. Because we're so much more than what we've been. And this is the now. This is the present moment. This is the time. And GE, General Electric, GE had a, a slogan, a marketing slogan. We bring good things to life. Well, that's Spirit Source Symphony, the unseen. They're saying the same thing. We bring good things to life. Come to life. Come to the party. Now. <laughs> they're being so like, now they're they're kind of like in the most beautiful, positive, electrified, energetic way. That's what they're saying to us. That's what they're it's just vibrating. Come to life. Do not be late to the party. The party of life. Okay. Now, number 10. So because 2-1 2023 all becomes a 10. 1 and 0 becomes a 1. So you can see the 1 and the 10 playing. 10. Your true nature, so 10 represents, your true nature is both a physical and spiritual being. We are heaven on earth, right? We are the divine in physical form. We are spirit in physical form. And so our true nature is both a physical and spiritual experience, a, a physical and spiritual being melded together. Um, there's a part of this I'm going to read from uh, a beautiful, let me bring it. Uh, there we go. So this is coming from um, Steps of Faith. And it talks about the fact, and uh, from a biblical standpoint, uh, this is a spiritual standpoint for me, as the reference is biblical. Anytime we see a number in the Bible, it is meant to convey a specific meaning. For example, the number six is the number of man, humankind. The number three means divine perfection and permanence. And the numbers seven and 12 mean completion and spiritual perfection. Remember, I'm just bringing this up really quickly, seven. Divine completion, divine fulfillment, perfection, the foundation of God's word. There's meaning here to this moment, to this seven year. The 12 being utopia. So it goes on to say, so in essence, this means completion and, and spiritual perfection, holiness. Number 10 is mentioned 242 times in the Bible. Also has a special meaning, authority completeness of order and responsibility. Its original meaning, some believe 10 in its original meaning, some believe 10 indicates union or collection. In Judaism, the rabbis regard the number 10 as a cohesive system of smaller parts that combine to create something whole. This belief is why rabbis regard 10 as meaning holiness, something holy, uh, something holy enough as a whole that whatever God, Spirit, Source, Symphony creates becomes a resting place for his presence. Shekinah, glory. So here's this 10, and you're going to see how the 10 keeps playing out this year. So it's talking about, and 10 carries a strong spiritual energy and posit uh, positivity and hope. 
So we have the 10, and then when you do 10, 10, these double numbers that we keep saying, 23, 23, 10, 10, 10, 10, God's unconditional love and unity, the perfection and completeness of divine order, lacking nothing, uh, waste nothing. Um, and thereby, you can see it's all, it's all, it's divine perfection. It is the completion. It is what they've been talking about. It is, they're showing me, it is the golden tapestry. The tapestry. We are all threads. We are each a piece of that, that master tapestry, that, that golden tapestry. And this is about it all coming together. It all being um, revealed, delivered, experienced. Because we're advancing the presence of the unseen. Spirit, Source, and Symphony. This is going to be, it comes into a purified state. It comes into a purified state of existence, experience. And so, um, I want to bring up on the screen here, um, I'm going to bring up this image, and we're going to move to the hexagram one. You're going to see how this all ties in. It's so exciting. I apologize. You can tell I'm a little bit like a little bit haphazard here and I apologize. <laughs> it is these energies. It's this this sense of, oh my gosh, there's so much here and so much happening. And it's got me so energetically and enthusiastic and enthused. So let me know in the comments, are you feeling this energy? Are you feeling the vibration of there's something here? There's something here for me. There's something more. I just have to I just have to be the fool of my hero's journey with my childhood innocence, my awe and wonder. I have to go out and take the lead and take advance and take the next step. Because what awaits me, I have never experienced before. And how I am going to experience it is going to be, I can just feel it. Like there's going to be something that's so, yes, 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 <laughs> that it just makes everything pale by comparison. It makes, and it's not, you know, it's not, I say this all the time. This is not airy, fairy, blowing smoke. This is coming direct from above. This is like, lay down your, they're saying like, lay down your burdens, children. It's time. Purify, cleanse, atone, release it, let it go. And that's not any some laborsome, you know, oh my God, I've got a list of a thousand things I've done. No, no, no. It's not, it's not about looking back. It's not about being in the trenches. It's not about beating yourself up. That's all shadow stuff. This is just simple purity, simple goodness, simple divine wisdom. Uh-huh. Oh, I, yeah, this comes to me. I'm sorry. Namaste. I'm sorry. And I release it. I own it. I atone. I release it. It's a simple and quick and good. Purifying good is that. You're going to see there up on your screen is this beautiful, this new shoot, right? Here's the full card, the childhood innocence. Well, here's this sprout coming up through the earth, radiant sun silhouetted in the back. And it says, a new burst of inspiration. Bring it to life. This is where we are. This is the moment we are in. And here's the creative, hexagram one, the creative. Its action is to initiate. It's secondary influence. It's not a hidden influence like the other hexagrams. 
it's a secondary influence, doubles. And its secondary influence is itself creative, initiate. So within the whole of the whole, I am. Everything, nothing lacking, nothing left over. It is that perfection and completeness of divine order. I have everything I need. It's all there. It's underlining cause. Can't make it up. Hexagram two, number two. Receptive. Yield to your soul. From now on, from this moment on, yield to your soul. Lead with your soul. It is so important. And where your mind, your ego, mind, personality, maps, identities, labels, this, that, and all that stuff, lay it down. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shadow, for getting me to this point, getting me to where I am. Because now I surrender you. I, I give you great reverence. I have great reverence for all of this shadow work. Remember, it's not about eradicating and killing the shadow, right? It's about harnessing and utilizing, purifying the shadow, harnessing the shadow to get to the unity of our oneness, to get to the unity of the ideal, to get to this moment. And thus, advance. Take the lead. Advance. Time waits for no one. It says, life shows its harmony. This is a beautiful um, quote. It is the harmony quote. I'm going to bring this up. There we go. It is the quote. Life shows its harmony when you discover your connection uh, to what unfolds. This is about being in the flow. This is about being one with your soul source connection. When it doesn't feel like you're in the flow, when it is not, um, Anne mentioned this uh, a few shows back where, you know, she had the to-do list and we've mentioned this because it's such a beautiful example. I've got this to-do list and then I just kind of like, okay, that was good. That's nice. That's constructive. It, it's actionary. And then she looked at it and said, okay, but then I just knew, oh, it's this or, okay, I've written it, just lay it down and put it aside for a moment. Oh, it's number 17 on the list. Okay, that's what I'm to do in this moment. It doesn't mean that I have to do them in order because she's listening to her soul. She's going as guided, and as she articulated in that show, in the comments, and when she did that, everything was more magical. Everything just unfolded. Everything was more synergistic, all serendipitous. It's like, it's like that. It's being in the flow. Yes, we have to take, we have to gulp, you know, take that, okay, there's trepidation, anxiety, fear, but use it as a catalyst to advance to advance you, to move you forward, and do so consciously. Because remember, cautious advance. It is about, cautious advance means consciously, consciously advance. Don't do it from a reactionary, do, be proactive, not reactive. That's really what it's saying. Let me bring in really quickly um, Brigitte's two comments. Yes, but feel like I'm still cleaning up the old. Simply, instead of looking at it as though, and this is for everyone, uh, for Brigitte and for everyone, instead of looking at it as though you're cleaning up the old, look at it as though with great joy, with great reverence and joy and gratitude, you're releasing the old. Because cleaning up the old is work. It's work. It's heavy. It's burdensome. I don't want to do it. It's all, it's all mind chatter. It, it has a heavier energy to it. 
oh, I'm, I'm releasing, I'm surrendering, I'm releasing the old. Because there's a dear friend and colleague, and she was, the unseen guided her to take a particular experience. And they gave me the, the beautiful, again, if you guys watched The Rise of the Guardians um, that I'd mentioned in, in last week's show, there's a part where the tooth fairies in each person, each time we lose a tooth, the tooth was held in a cylinder. And the tooth fairies guard, if you will, care for, guard these because they're wisdom, right? Teeth represent wisdom. They hold wisdom. And they were in this cylinder. So she was guided to take this particular experience that's held in this cylinder, go to the Akashic Records, and with great reverence, with great gratitude and reverence and joy and purity and everything, surrender it to the Akashic Records. And there was a distinction about it wasn't return it, because that would mean as if you didn't receive the lesson or the gift. This was about surrendering it, give, putting it back to its place, because you had received its gifts. You have received its wisdom. And you have ascended. You've advanced. You've moved beyond the necessity for it. And so this is what this is talking about, tying it in with Brigitte. It's this thing of, I'm not cleaning up the old. I'm surrendering the old. I've received its wisdom, its gifts, and I'm ready to move beyond it. And with that, it puts a smile, it puts a bounce in your step, it puts a smile on your face because you're moving through it. She says, for example, I was getting ready to sell my house and then we had this freak weather incident and had a flood. Plans delayed a few months now. Yes, remember, everything's purposeful. So if there was something... Um, so Brigitte, they're saying, and, and again, everyone review this with the analogy and the example I just gave, is there something, so divine time, not our time, right time. And what is it? And moving from work, cleaning up the old to, because in essence, in your example, Brigitte, which is so brilliant, you're taking the old. A storm comes through, flood, water, damages things that were old, that were in need of renewal, replenishment, bringing forth a newness, a new energy to, in your example, yourself, your home, the way it will look, the way it will be presented and offered. I had the same thing happen with our family home. And when, when my parents purchased the, the family home, it was beautiful. It was maybe five, seven years old. Beautiful custom-built home, beautiful finishes and everything. For the next 22 years, our family, children, grandchildren, friends, family, this home was well lived in. She, you know, she had really, really given of herself. And the memories and the moments are priceless. We could have sold her just as as is, just as she was. And I kept knowing that wasn't right, that we were to restore her to her former glory, to her new glory. And that's exactly what we did. We did this beautiful inside and out renovation, remodel on her. 
and brought her into um, you know, the current moment, this renewed glory. And she is and was at that moment a few years when, when she was sold a few years back. Stunningly beautiful. And I mean that from a, a great state of humility. She was contemporary. She was current. The energy that we felt when we walked into her that first time, 22, 24 years ago, she was magnificent. So Brigitte, see this as the, for, the, for the gift, the opportunity that it is to restore something ourselves, that your home, this moment. Because like the surrendering of the issue to the Akashic Records, you're paying it forward. You are surrendering something with great reverence to say, I've received this. We received the gift, 22 years, the gift of this beautiful home. And it was only right that we surrender, we restore that, we surrender it back in, its, in the state we had received it. That is what this new energy is all about. It is advancing in that way. And so, and as you're saying, it is this beauty about, I will trust it's for my highest, uh, highest and best. Absolutely. Because that is exactly what it's about. It's about our highest and best. We could have just advanced and moved on. I can tell you energetically, I, I would never have released that. It would have stayed with me that I hadn't done it, that I hadn't restored it. I hadn't paid honor to it. What I, what I receive now, big smile on my face, is the radiance and the glory of going, that's what she looked, you know, like that's what we did. That's how beautiful, like she was just shimmering and shining. That's what they're saying about us. That is this moment. That is this energy. That is what we are doing is restoring ourselves to our divine glory. So that as we embark step by step, as we advance, as we move, as we are guided, what we are bringing to ourselves is that renewed, omniscient, omniprescient, omni-everything energy. And it radiates out. The people that purchased that home wrote us the most beautiful letter. I think I got through the first sentence and I burst into tears because they recognized, and it was the husband the masculine, the divine masculine that wrote the letter. And it was very powerful and very significant because it touched the divine masculine. It touched the Leo heart, the Leo son. And that was the gift that we have, we take with us. It was, it's, the, it's the indelible impression that we move forward with. Apply this to everything that they're talking about in your individual lives, in your businesses, entrepreneurs, businesses, governments, institutions, because the old is over. We are advancing. And here's the Leo Aquarius access. Remember the Finxes, the, the, the Great Pyramid, the Finxes. They, they are facing east to Leo, the rising sun of Leo. We're moving to Aquarius, the future, the, the, the renewal of the ideal, the deliverance of it. We've come, around, we've come 180 degrees around the, around the astrological wheel. So let's go. We're going to continue on here with um, 
because this is powerful, hexagram one and this creative force, initiate. The creative embodies the active principle in the universe and represents initiating action. The lines in this hexagram refer to the dragon, which in China is honored as a benevolent and powerful creature. When this energy of empowerment remains dormant in the psyche, we can give away our power. See, if we're lost in the past, if it's work, if it's the old energies, if it's the shadow, if we're not harnessing the, the purity and the vitality of the shadow for the benefit of advancement, it, goes, it gets dormant. It gets corrupted. We can operate with the undermining or self-gratifying and fearful behavior of the ego. So in essence, when we stay in that shadow place, when the, the energy remains dormant, the creative force, when we go nowhere, we're living in self-gratification, fear, ego, mind, and it undermines us because we're not advancing. And the simplest, simplest step, change one thing. Wake up and do something different. Step by step, invoke this power. Advance. Take the lead and advance. The suppressed energy funds the shadow in dreams, a great source of our original power. We therefore project and encounter it in others until we can own until we can own it and become fully empowered. An opportunity for expansion and authentic empowerment emerges, which requires assertiveness and persistence. It's exercising our soul muscle. Remember, we talk about this. We go to the gym. We diet. We eat well. We, it's what we forget to exercise. We forget to persevere and exercise our soul, our soul source connection, our soul GPS, leading with our soul. And that, again, can be done. Meditation, just simply aligning. Yes, I'm listening. I can feel it. It's a knowing. I know to do it. My mind is telling me fear and anxiety and whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know the outcome. It's okay. Is your soul telling you to advance? Is your soul telling you to take the lead and make a move? Do so, because no matter what, no matter how it comes out, it's the soul advancing you. It's the soul. Something will come together. You might Something might be released. Either way, you're advancing. You're no longer in stagnant territory. You're letting go. You're moving forward. You're taking the lead. And you're using your soul as your soul source GPS, your guidance system. No one else. I'm not soul source, the unseen. I'm not telling you what to do. What they're telling you, what they're advising, what they're putting out for you is your own empowerment, soul source empowerment. Listen to your soul. It will never, ever, ever lead you astray. So it says, if you, if you currently feel held back or victimized, remove the shackles. Let's bring this up. Remove the shackles. Left, the devil card. It's a shadow card. However, the devil, they're enslaved, but the devil is about, it's a shadow element. It's to get you, to harness that energy, to get you to move to a state of being the lover's card, which is a state of purity, renewal, reinvention, bliss, joy, harmony, balance. So here it is. If you currently feel held back or victimized, remove the shackles because they are merely self-limiting beliefs. Initiative is required to succeed. 
So initiative is required to succeed, although it is important to move in sync with time and respond with openness. Now's the time. <laughs> they're saying to us, take the lead, advance, time waits for no one. Here they're, it's talking about hexagram one. It's important to move in sync with the time, with your soul source guidance directive, and respond the fool, respond with openness. I may not be able to see down around the corner, but I know to go. I know to do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. The creative is duplicated in the hidden influence position and underscores the idea of initiating where the receptive, as the underlining cause, shows that a period of reflection and retreat must give way to active expression. So what this means is, so here's the blending and the harmony. We, we retreat. We reflect, we look at, we listen, we hone in, we listen to our soul source connection, our knowing. We, we honor our shadow, our mind, ego, personality, and we say, okay, okay, I know, you're scared, it's okay, I got you. They've got you, we, you know. And then initiate it, because then it needs to be expressed, it's got to be put into action. It's active expression. And here's where that beautiful... Just going to bring it up as I say this. A new burst of inspiration has just stated, and you can now bring it to life. There is great potential waiting for you to tap into. That is this moment. That is that is hexagram one. And with all of this, it's culminating. They're saying to me in this moment, it's culminating. It is a culminating time. It is a culminating advance. Culminating meaning all come all together. All together now is what they're like. All together now. So all together now, internally, individual. All together now, whole of the whole. Advance. Because purgatory and the release of the unknown. We're moving beyond. We're moving beyond the old constructs. We're moving beyond the old, the old, the old needs, the old way, the old mindsets, the old. And they're, we're move, they're saying we're moving into the, the spiritual frontier, the spiritual unknown. And the beauty of that, there is nothing to fear in the spiritual unknown, the spiritual frontier. Because look at how. Ann and I, we we don't coordinate behind, you know, ahead of time. But Lady Jacqueline and I, we didn't talk about things ahead of time. The golden thread, the unseen, the unseen, the the master tapestry, the golden tapestry. It's all being, it's all being woven, interwoven. It's all present and omni, everything. It's there. And so, this is about remembering the one and the ten, one. This creative force, this initiating, this moving beyond. Um, they're saying reintroducing ourselves to ourselves and thus others. Because who we were before isn't who we are today and isn't going to be who we are tomorrow. This is about, as Brigitte said, trust. I'm going to trust that it's all for my highest and best. So this is about reintroducing ourselves to ourselves we have not led with our with our souls we have not led with the spiritual frontier we have not led 
with masterful integration. It's as it, and it's always been there, but it's like a car. You know when you get bad gas in your car, <laughs> petrol, bad petrol in your car, and your car sputters around and it kind of shakes and backfires and whatever. That's what this. That's what the old has been. <laughs> it's like you have all the components, but you got some bad gas in there. The warning light, the check engine light comes on. You know things like that happen. Sometimes the car won't start at all. You got to have the tank removed, the tank removed and drained. I mean, you know, depending on severities, right? What we have not had, and remember, uh, it was last year in one of the shows, masterful integration. The one, two, three. Trinity, the heart, the mind, the soul, all in unity, all. It's reminding me of Mazda, the maker Mazda cars. They have a rotary engine. Goes in a triangle. It's not pistons that go up and down. It's rotary. So this masterful integration and how the unseen comes to life. GE, the unseen, we make. We bring good things to life. That is this moment. That is where we are. And so trust, trust, trust in your, in your soul, in your, highest, in your higher self, your highest and best, and be open, be the fool, be open to take the lead in advance. Time waits for no one. Thank you all so very, very much. I... And thank you again for your patience with the beginning of the show. Thank you for always being here and commenting and and demonstrating the beauty of the of the master tapestry, the golden tapestry and the unseen threads. Um, you all are just epic. I love you and adore you. Um, and funny enough, back next week to eight, it's another 10. So it's really quite amazing how this is progressing and and demonstrating. Um, embody it and invoke it in your individual lives and let's watch the magic of the of the unseen and the advancing presence of the unseen uh, present itself in our lives thank you all so much i'll see you next week until then be well and uh, be kind with yourself and others you've been listening to dear james live gain intuitive insight answers and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.